This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 293. I was going to say number 293, but hey, that's how it goes, folks. Uh, check us out, markingout.com, facebook.com, slash markingout, youtube.com, slash markingout11, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. You can follow me on Twitter at PTTG161. Also follow us on Twitter at out. Joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing amazing. How about yourself, Brandon? I am doing awesome as always. It's a really, really nice night out. It really is. I like how it's like cool outside. It's not hot. It's I like this weather. Like, like if summer could be this every day, I would have yeah. appreciated that. Where got a, we, you got a nice harvest moon in the sky. Where can we move to where it's like this all the time? I'm not moving anywhere. I don't need to move. I don't know. Maybe I will. I assume is it, it must be a lot cooler upstate than it is by me. No? I don't know. Um, I don't know. It depends. It depends. I'm in the 60s right now. You're probably in the 60s, too. Um, I don't know how to view that. <laughs> you just take your two fingers. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Dashboard. No, um, you just take your two fingers and swipe right. Right now? Well, that's not where I live. Looks like I have some updating to do. <laughs> it, it, might, it might update by itself right now. It thinks that I'm in California. Well, then that's just... that. That's <laughs> right just, now, it's, it's 64 degrees. Really? Yeah. Wait, right now where you are as in, in California or? No, no, no. That's weird. All Me too. I'm, a, I'm at 64 as well. That's weird. What's your uh, temperature tomorrow? My temperature tomorrow is 75 degrees. Oh, got you beat. Yeah. We're 76 tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, are you getting excited? I am. Because tomorrow I'm going to the pickle festival. Nice. What kind of uh, are there any certain pickles that you uh you go to at these festivals? Like any any one stand out to you? <laughs> I, well, I first of all I went last year and I think I discuss I must have discussed it about how disappointed I was because I figured at a pickle festival they'll have all kinds of pickles and you'll get to try obscure pickles like I don't know pickled beets and pickled. I don't know, eggs? Not that I would want a pickled egg, but... Uh, I would try it. I would definitely not try a pickled egg. Why not? That just, that just sounds too out there for me. A pickled tomato? Yes. A pickled egg? No, I'm good on that. You, you would have a pickled tomato, but not a pickled egg. Yeah, absolutely. I don't but, know. I feel but, like a pickled egg would taste pretty good. I don't see how. I really don't see how. I don't see how. But I was disappointed last year because they didn't have coolicles. Because that's that? from, it's the the pickle brined and Kool Aid. I'm not familiar with it. We definitely discussed this on the show. I know Probably. we did. We definitely Probably. did. Definitely. It, it's just pickles brined in Kool Aid, and I've never tried it. I figured I'm gonna go to a pickle festival. If they have it, I'll try it. Yeah. But they didn't have it, so I don't well, expect that... it to be there tomorrow. Are you gonna take pictures? I don't know. I don't know I don't if know. I'll bring my camera or not. 
The well, it should be fun. Yeah, sounds like was, it would be a good time. How was your week? My week has been pretty good. We actually had a uh, a little uh, a dinner cruise, dinner slash booze cruise. Um, I don't know how you would classify it, but there was a little cruise the last night that we went on. That was a lot of fun. Was, uh, was, it was like a three-hour tour. Was Salt and Pepper there too, and, and their kid Paprika? Yeah, actually. <laughs> That's um, a stupid joke. I mean, yeah. hopefully you understood it, but yeah. <laughs> it's a stupid, um, stupid joke. Yeah, but it was a good time. Everyone was dancing, and uh, they had like once you hit the spot, uh, a certain spot, they had uh, uh, fireworks going off right over the boat. So that was pretty nice. That's cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. Outside of that, not too much else going on. I'm taking this weekend course that is just it's well worth it, well worth the time, but it's just tiring. A lot of a lot of school from eight o'clock to five o'clock, Friday, Saturday, and then on Sunday it's uh I think eight o'clock to maybe two or three. But just tiring. So but what about you? How's your week going? My week was good. Uh, last last Friday, I went to Jones Beach for the last concert at oh, Jones yeah? Beach for the summer. Who did you see? I went to see ZZ Top. They were with uh, Government Mule. Uh, do I know them? Government, I mean, Government Mule. Government Mule is, I think, Warren Haynes from the Allman Brothers. Okay. I don't know if, I don't know if there are, are other Allman Brother band members in there. Mm-hmm. But they're just a jam band. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so it was nice. Yeah, I kind um, of. I, I I wish I got to Jones Beach during the summer. Yeah, I, I wish they had better concerts there this summer. But yeah, did Kiss come around this summer or no? No, oh. they were only doing like they're like, oh, we haven't been here in twenty eight years tour. Oh yeah, going Which back sucks, to all this. Man. I mean, it's cool though. I appreciate it. You know, I do appreciate it, but it does. Yeah, suck. but I would, I would like to see, like they haven't been at Madison Square Garden since two thousand nine. I would definitely go to them. Oh, I would. I would join you. So, I would definitely face, face paint again. Don the I'm face paint. I'm definitely good on that again. Oh, stop it! You know for a fact if Dan <laughs> no. and I do it, you're doing it. No, I'm good on that. Trust me. All right, then that means I'm doing Gene Simmons. Okay. I got the, I got the demon face paint. Take the demon we'll, go with, we'll go with Alvin Alvarez. How's that sound? You'll, you'll be Finn Balor? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. It's like you and, show up to a Kiss concert as the Demon King, and they're like, wait, I thought this was... I thought, yeah. I thought, this, I thought this was NXT. I thought this was Raw. My bad. But, and, then, and then the other night I went to uh, Madison Square Garden to see ACDC. Nice. How was so, that? It was really good. Axl Rose is their lead singer right now. While Brian, oh, yeah. Brian Johnson can't hear. He's deaf or whatever, so he can't record with them or sing. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I can't imagine uh, Axl Rose singing like Shook You All Night Long in all these ACDC classics. It was know? interesting. My friend was like, oh, you're telling me this doesn't sound just like ACDC? I was like, it, it sounds like I'm at a Guns N' Roses show where Axl's just covering... Yeah, DC, but it was How, it was fun. Like, it was cool. Whoever you go with, think that it was actually good. Like in comparison to ACDC, I'm, we've never seen ACDC live, so I mean, I we can't, can't imagine. We can't compare it. It was a it was a really good show. Mm-hmm. It was. It really was, and it was cool. Yeah, no, it was. It was such a good show. Mm-hmm. I can't take anything away from from ACDC with Axl Rose. 
But both concerts were free. That's awesome. Hey, you, you know what? In a world we live in, free's pretty nice. Yeah, but it's also cool because I, I saw ACDC and ZZ Top. <laughs> and that's, that's part of the lyric from that Kid Rock song. I don't know. Like ACDC and ZZ Top. Oh, uh, what, Ball with a Ball? Yeah. Nice. Very cool. So it seems like uh, it was a good week. I mean, we had a lot going on. We had the CWC finals. That was awesome. And just a lot of good pro wrestling this week. Yeah, we had Backlash. That's WWE SmackDown brand's very first pay-per-view since the split. Yeah, and then, um, I mean, so much other stuff going on, like CM Punk's UFC debut. And it was just a a fun week, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so... Which, by the way, uh, what was I going to say before? I forgot what I was going to say. I completely forgot what I was going to say. I don't know, but I think we could definitely start uh, talking about the the past pay-per-view, Backlash. Yeah. And those results. Backlash, which took place in Richmond, Virginia, at the Richmond Coliseum. Uh, They ended up having a kickoff match a kickoff show match, which just spawned out of nowhere on the kickoff show, which I hate. I, I, I hate when they do that. I hate when there's a match that's like, they're like, well, let's just throw this together. Mm-hmm. But uh, Baron Corbin ended up picking up the victory against Apollo Crews. Yeah. Uh, it was a good, um, fun match. Yeah, just, nothing, nothing crazy. Just, but I don't think, a- I don't think people, like, how could people get into something that just spawns like, oh, where's the spelling bee? Yeah. Like that are you kidding me? Um well the first match of the night for Backlash was the SmackDown's women's uh title on the line as Becky Lynch became the first women's uh champion of SmackDown, defeating Bliss, Carmella, Naomi, Natalia, and Nikki Bella. Um just what did you think about this match? It was good, but I'm very happy the way that it ended. You know, I'm happy that the people that it didn't want in it didn't win. Yeah, there was, I mean, there was, it was coming pretty close where I was like, once once Alexa Bliss got eliminated, I was like, oh. Why was she the first one eliminated, too? She, I, I don't think she should have been the first one. She, yeah, she got eliminated after Natalia and... No, I thought I thought Becky Lynch, was, uh, Beck, uh, I mean, Bliss was the first one eliminated. Yeah, no, she got eliminated after Natalia oh. and Naomi did that. The, I think Naomi did the powerbomb. I believe so, but it's weird because now... Thing. I mean, not to jump ahead, but now she's number one contender, yet she was the first one eliminated in this match. Well, I, I guess mean, that's what's good about the the scramble matches. Yeah. Anyone could have, like, oh, yes, Carmella was the last, in fact, to be in the match. But, mm-hmm. I mean, when they announced that they were going to do a five-pack five challenge or whatever it was, I was like, eh, do I really, is that all they have for the women's division? Yeah, but now we'll start seeing it branch into feuds and everything. So you know, I'm just happy that Natalia did not win. I would have been so annoyed and disappointed if Natalia won. She is not good at all. I she's, I can't say that I she's talented, but dude, watch her her wrestling in the ring. She's I mean she doesn't move well in the ring. I mean. She, I'm not a fan of the way that she moves in the ring. I'm not a fan of what she, how she performs her moves. 
everything is like stagnant. It's it's just so slow with her at times. And it's power move, power like it's clothesline this and she yells out all of her spots at the top of her lungs. I mean but very happy that Becky Lynch is the first champion. Well deserved, right? Yeah, definitely. And I, like we said, like if it wasn't going to be Becky Lynch, then the only other person in that match that it should have been was Alexa Bliss and uh, with uh, an asterisk next to Naomi. Yeah, I would say Not Na- that I wanted Naomi to see too. Naomi be the champion, but if she was going to win that championship on Sunday, I would have been 100% perfectly fine with it because she's long overdue for a championship. Oh, yeah. Run. I agree long with you. I mean, I'm, I agreed. I think we've said for a very long time that Naomi deserves to be champion, especially when she was with uh, Sasha, like playing second fiddle, kind of, with her and uh, uh, Snuka. Yeah. Like, I... We were raving about how she should be the one at the top right now, and she was never given the chance. So I mean, even prior to that, I've been preaching this since NXT. Yeah, I mean, you had to convince me for a long time that, like, no, she actually did get good and stuff like that. Like even and, when, when we went to uh, when we went to TLC and she had like a match and everyone was leaving, I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like this is yeah. like." I was so disappointed with the fact that everyone... With the fan at that, yeah, the fans at that point. Yeah, but uh, up next, after that six-pack elimination challenge match, uh, we saw a second chance tag team match for the, uh, I guess, the finals? Yeah, for, for the tag team tournament. the finals, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the Usos picked up the victory against the Hype Bros. I mean, kind um, of, kind of uh, expected, though. But yeah. still, I, it doesn't make sense to me as to why American why they went with the route to eliminate American Alpha from this. You know, I, I, that, but I still say like you don't know. Oh, stop it! It's not like it's nothing. I don't know how you're like saying like oh, there's no possible chance one of them was injured. Dude, you know the real reason why they didn't compete. Why well, I don't know. Why would you put American Alpha, a uh, really well over tag team, oh, in the ring against Slater and? Rhino, yeah, you know that. Yeah, well. So that's why they had to figure out a way to get them out of the tournament without, uh, A, without them actually picking up a legit loss. So they still have their streak going. And it is a way that you can now bring them back in at some point and say, well, they technically should have been in the finals and they never got their shot. They never got a fair shot. So they're still in it, you know? Uh, I was surprised that this match didn't happen on the pre-show. Me too, and I'm happy that it, it happened where it did. I mean... I was I disappointed think, having to see the Usos wrestle twice, but whatever. Yeah, it's so repetitive with them at times. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I don't... I, they What changed? They changed their, their gear, changed. They stopped wearing face paint. I am a fan of that. I'm a fan of the them not wearing face paint. I'm a fan of them... Uh, also, both like wearing different gear, you know, like so. But they just—I mean, to me, like that doesn't look like gear. That looks like you're about to drop a hip hop album at midnight. Drip, drop a drip a hip hop album. Dri- uh, I almost said it again. Uh, drop a hip hop album, dude. On what is it? Uh, SmackDown this past week. Uh, one of them looked like he was uh, Savio Vega. Savio the, Vega. What? Yeah, he was wearing the red and the white uh, combo. Why he uh, they, he used to wear red and white? I think so. I believe so. Yeah. Well, not exactly like that, but it reminded me of it. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't remember Savio Vega dressing like that. 
Nah. I tweeted out during SmackDown that the Usos looked like they were about to join Team Canada. Maybe. Because Team Canada definitely dressed like that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, next up, you have The Miz defending his icy title with Maurice in his corner taking on Dolph Ziggler and picking up the victory. Um, this match wasn't too eventful, but... It wasn't I bad. I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't... It was as expected. I enjoyed the ending. It was a good way to, to keep the, yeah. the championship on Miz. I, I agree, and I'm very happy that the championship still is on Miz. Where does this put Ziggler? Like, I feel like we're at that point where Ziggler is okay to lose the rest of his career at WWE, and we're just not going to care. There's, I, I wanna, It's, it's going to be one of those, like, we want to see him succeed, but if he doesn't, oh, oh, okay. As long as Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens and these other guys are, okay. I need to. I think I. I feel like I need to talk more about that on SmackDown. Why is that? Because it happens again. Yeah, but talk about it now. Uh, but like the the majority of it happens on SmackDown. So. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. But Maurice used whatever perfume or whatever, which yeah, WWE Martel. Yes, and WWE would be absolutely stupid if they didn't continue with that and like market it. Tons of women wear perfume. I don't think you can market something like that. Dude, I mean, how not, not, not right like, I mean, now. are they going to, like, spray it in their eyes or something? Yeah, no, I feel like it would just take, cost too much money to uh, invest in, in a I perfume I that... Mean, I don't know I, how I, much a perfume... I mean, I'd rather put Nikki, put, like, the Bella Twins on a perfume or, or yeah, Sasha... I mean, Beatrice. they have, they actually have a line of jewelry, I think. I, I was going to say, I don't even know. They may already have perfume. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, Maurice, Maurice, well, that was weird. <laughs> Gimmick-wise, I think it would be a good thing for her to do that. And you could even get Miz, like, a cologne deal. Like, Miz, they said it in the promos. Like, Miz, like, who do they call when they need this? Who do they call when they need that? How many times did they say that, though? But it's how many true. Times it's 100% I know, I know. true. It's totally true. Like, but how John Cena's times- not going to come out with a scent. But, like, if there's oh. a guy in WWE that com- that could come out with a cologne or someone that could come out with a-, a perfume, aside from the Bellas, because, I mean, the Bellas are, I don't know, f- fashion forward, I guess. Yeah. It would be Miz and Maurice. I mean, I-, I don't disagree with you, but the fact that I feel like every feud that the Miz is in that always ends up being guaranteed to be at least one or two of his promos, whether it's against John, I mean, against John Cena or whoever else. He always that's always a go-to promo. You know, mm-hmm. it's never anything different. It's go, it is that promo telling them, oh, he does this, 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 and this. That's why they go to me and for this and not you. And it's just like a generic promo for the Miz that it's just like fill in the blank for your opponent. Mm-hmm. But. Um, backstage, we had some action taking place earlier. Before Backlash, there was rumors circulating that Randy Orton was not medically cleared to participate at Backlash. Um, and so backstage, they broke the, uh, the video camera caught up with Ray Wyatt beating up Randy Orton uh, in the backstage area. And then it ended up that Randy Orton, Ray Wyatt comes out to the ring. Randy Orton is unable to compete tonight. So, Bray Wyatt still goes on. He tells the referee, I want you to go forward with this match. Call it a forfeit. I want the victory. So, they call it the forfeit. Bray Wyatt picks up. uh, When was the last time he picked up a pay-per-view victory? 
I have no it idea. was a, a long time ago. Um, and if it was recent, it doesn't matter because look at where he is. He is, I wish, I wish, if you're not going to use him, please release him. I would love to see this guy like used to his actual potential somewhere. I mean, look at Matt Hardy. He wasn't being used to his potential, and then he went to Ring of Honor, and look what he was doing with them with his promos, like reinventing himself, becoming that like uh, arrogant uh, multimillionaire. And then he goes into TNA, and look at him now. Everyone's talking about the delete, delete. I would love to see something happen to Bray Wyatt, and it's kind of frustrating sitting back on our ha- on our sitting on our hands, just watching them not use him. Um, and so then this follows up with them saying that. Uh, Bray Wyatt actually has a match, and it's going to be a no-holds-barred match against Kane. And then moving forward, Kane defeats Bray Wyatt, which is even more mind-boggling, by Randy Orton, who hits an RKO on, Ray, uh, on Bray Wyatt, who is injured, even though he's competed on house shows. Well, I mean, he competed on the house show and apparently did not do anything in the match except for hit the RKO and then win the match. Yeah, but even I still, still, I still think that's garbage for the fact that he could go on pay per view, injured, not medically cleared, RKO, next night, literally the next night, house show, working yeah. a tag team match with John Cena against the Wyatt family, injured, can't wrestle, but he goes in there, hits the RKO for the win, and then the next night after that on SmackDown appears live, and also I... can't medically not cleared. Boom, RKO. I just don't like the fact that, like, I mean, I think we both agree with uh, Randy Orton. But furthermore, I'm so annoyed and disappointed that they had Bray Wyatt lose to Kane. What does that do for Kane? Yeah, that doesn't. It doesn't even make sense for the fact that it, the, the the match that that happened in the in the place of Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt makes no sense. I mean, I, I, where okay, does Kane I, come into this picture at all? Like, I get it. Like, you want to show that Randy Orton sabotaged Bray Wyatt's moment. But even still, it's let Bray Wyatt pick up a victory. What is having him pick up a forfeit victory and then lose in, in the next no match to match. I mean, where was – I mean, why didn't – I mean, cutting ahead. But later on this week, we found out that Eric Rowan is helping out Bray Wyatt. Why didn't he come out to help him during this match? It just doesn't make any sense storyline-wise or – like, I don't know what creative is doing with Bray Wyatt, but it is complete. It's garbage. And by the way, the last Bray Wyatt win on pay-per-view was July at Battleground. Okay. Where the Wyatt family defeated New Day. What about singles match? Singles match? I Yeah, do you have that yeah, off the top? No. Yeah, if you pull up the singles That's match. probably even, like, even longer. Yeah, pull, pull up the singles match real quick. I, don't, there's no, I was going pay-per-view by pay-per-view. I don't have Yeah, pull, pull it up. I don't have, just, what do you mean pull it up? I don't pull, I mean, see if you can. <laughs> I'm just going in chronological yeah, order. Yeah, keep on going in chronological order, and I'll introduce the next match and stuff. You'll find it. Yeah. Um, next up, you had the SmackDown t- uh, Tag Team Tournament. It was the finals as Heath Slater and Rhino teamed up to pick up a victory over the Usos. A uh, very entertaining match. It was Which a lot I, of fun. I was getting worried. Oh, I know. I hear that. You. I was getting so worried. There was there were parts where I was like, "Oh no, it's about to end right here." And then luckily, the the 
they, it didn't end, so. Yeah. And Rhino and, and Heath Slater were able to pick up the victory and become the first ever SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I know, very happy about that because, like you just said, very nervous at moments. Um, I do like that it's one of those things where Rhino is picking up a good, doing most of the work while Slater is just there. Right. Kind of making, I mean, excuse me, you can make, you can argue that it makes Heath Slater look really weak and everything, but that's the entire thing. He's supposed to be viewed that way. And it's a way to get you to build up an underdog and have that, that underdog story. And it's still so shocking that that this right here is the very first time ever in the United States that Rhinos won a tag team championship. Oh, really? Yeah, that that blew my mind. They said it like a few weeks ago that Rhinos never been tag team champion. I was like, what? How's that That's possible? And then I went and looked it up, and the only other time that he's been tag team champion, not even an ECW a tag team champion, mm-hmm. was in uh, I think it was like Germany or Austria or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, back when he was Terry something. Bollea? No, obviously oh. not Terry Bollea. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. That is very, very cool. Um, all right. Of course, I think Heath Slater's a four-time tag team champion, with the, the other three championship reigns being with Justin Gabriel. So, of course, I would know that fact. Um, that you know, never doubt El Dandy, but also never doubt Brandon's ability to know the background of Justin Gabriel. It's funny, you know what I was going to actually say earlier at the beginning of the show? What's that? It has nothing to do with wrestling. I was going to say, doesn't it suck when you bite your, your cheek and your lip? Oh, that's awful when that happens, like, right? Well, I don't understand, as a human being, why does that happen? I... Lack of coordination. I don't. How's that lack of coordination? I mean, you're not coordinating the bite down, the actual bite. I mean, but that's always painful and hurtful, and I mean, you never want that to happen. I always like think I'm gonna like bite through my lip, and it's like the other day I it, like I bit my my lip, and then uh, I was like, oh damn it, and then I like I went on with the day, and it happened again. And then, like, mm-hmm. I, like, went deep into my, my lip, and that's why. Yeah. But it's funny because the last, uh, it, this is, like, this is about to blow your mind. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> can you guess when Bray Wyatt's last, you're going to guess wrong, I think, but can you guess his last pay-per-view singles match victory? <laughs> it's going to be, like, two months ago. Um... Well, I previously I said that the last pay-per-view match that he won July, right? was said, July yeah. yeah um um I'll go with Royal Rumble no I don't even I don't know it was, it was July 2015 at Battleground really? Battleground 2015 he, he defeated Roman Reigns that's so sad and upsetting yeah like the guy deserves better yeah I, I think that might actually be his last pay-per-view victory as well before. No, I'm sure. That's just awful and crummy. Yeah. All right. Well, le- oh, wait. Let's find out who, who won this week. Yeah. Winner. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I swept straight. As let's aside see. From- Brandon, you I- picked Randy Orton. That was a lie. Uso. Wait, I did pick Orton? Yeah, you picked Randy Orton to win. To beat Bray. Well, I mean, in in some sense, no, no. <laughs> in some sense, he did defeat 
Bray Wyatt. He helped Kane defeat Bray Wyatt. Yeah. All right, if you scratch that, I'll have a scratch of that. You got the sweep. Well, I mean, aside from Corbin and Cruz, which we didn't pick. Yeah, we didn't I did say Becky. I think we would have both picked... uh, I said Usos. You said Hype Bros, right? um, I think so. And then I said Miz. I said Bray. I said Slater and Rhino. And then I said AJ Styles, who, by the way, is the new WWE champion. As he picked up the victory against Dean Ambrose, the former champion now. Yeah, Um, very, very, very extremely happy about this. Because I was so tired of that. Uh, I don't know about you, but I was so tired of this uh, title reign for Dean Ambrose. Well, I don't think we're done quite yet with that. I I don't know if we'll see Dean Ambrose as champion again anytime soon, but we're not quite finished with him in that scene. That's what people say. But uh, AJ Styles, this victory makes him one of the most decorated champions in professional wrestling. He's... uh, they, they touted him as the only person to win the IWGP championship as well as the WWE championship, um, aside from Lesnar, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which I don't, I mean, IWGP championship is IWGP championship to me. Whether or not it's recognized by New Japan Pro Wrestling is I don't, another I don't story. Think, but he's not the New Japan Pro Wrestling champ or anything. Who? Wait, what were you just saying? Well, there's no such thing as... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, there's no... So what's the... Because Kurt Angle did the same exact thing in less time by by winning the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, by winning the TNA Heavyweight Championship, and by winning the the quote-unquote IWGP Championship Mm -hmm. for, for Inoki's federation that's not recognized by New Japan Pro Wrestling. So, in my book, Kurt Angle did the same thing that AJ Styles did. But I could see where there's different lineages and everything. <laughs> yeah, and it also, But that's what also I don't understand. It's like the NWA championship. While AJ Styles did win that in TNA, it's like the NWA championship. Like, come on. When did that go out of fashion? And that's not like the 80s. No, I think that it was still alive with uh, TNA when they first started. I don't, how was when that? When they first started, I I would consider it because it was the NWA Championship. Yeah, but I don't understand. I don't get it, man. The fair, the first, the the TNA and NWA TNA Championship. The mm-hmm. first one was Ken Shamrock. Yeah, like that's not. And prior to that, it was vacated. Dan Severn was champion. Hmm. And that wasn't TNA. They they stripped Severn of the the championship. TNA did that because he wasn't going to be with TNA or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like, where's your title history? Steve Carino is he a he's an NWA champion? Sabu. Ugh, Sabu. Well, like, I, that's what I, like I don't know. Like that's to me that stuff stuff like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well. It is what it is. It's what's done is done, as they would say. But let's get on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro, which just happened to kick off with Mick Foley, uh, who actually congratulated Becky Lynch. That's some good sportsmanship between the brands. 
Although I would like to see them stop airing SmackDown commercials during Raw and Raw commercials during SmackDown. Well, you have to. It's Nah, like, it's still... I would dude. rather see them just air, like, next week's SmackDown comes from this state and city. Why? Wow, you have to show stuff. I mean, it's still your own... Your, it's not like they're actual enemies. It's still your nah, company. I don't, I don't know. It's still your company it, that you have to it's, promote, dude. It's just like I said during the... I guess, like... Not, I don't know if it was during TakeOver, but like just a regular NXT event. I guess NXT was going to air like the TV tapings. And before that was an ad with Cesaro in it. Like they don't have any with like NXT guys in there for the network. Mm-hmm. Like you can't have Shinsuke Nakamura do an ad for the network and air that before you air NXT. Well, I don't know. I think that using Nakamura could, I think some fans on the main roster may not know him. But they're watching NXT. Oh, they're watching that. Yo, you're talking about... Like, the ad was before NXT. It's oh. like, that's what... I don't... Like, there's... They, yeah, they that, say, like, all uh, these... They, they want to separate the brands and everything. But then they have, like, advertisements for other... Yes, I get it. It's still WWE. But I, to me, if you want to separate, separate. No, I hear you. But uh, Mick Foley then had Charlotte and... Uh, Dana come out and uh, Charlotte was like, oh, there's an apology that's owed. And Dana's like, oh, you don't have to do it, boss. It's cool. And she goes, apologize to you. You need to apologize to me. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, that did not uh, didn't really pan out well. so well. Yeah. So Sasha Banks came out, cut them off, said she's going to defeat Charlotte at Clash of Champions, which then was uh, cut off by Bailey. Who was like, you know, I I beat Charlotte last week. Maybe I should have a title, uh, a title shot. Mm-hmm. And Mick Foley's like, you know what? I'm going to set up a triple threat match between Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Dana Brooke. Well, that's not, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. What did you think about that? Which I have to say, it's funny. First of all, it's funny because uh, Mick Foley didn't, right out say a triple threat match he's like we're gonna he goes first of all i don't know if i really still want you as the number one contender to sasha yeah something like that which i was like i don't get this at all that's stupid but uh he goes so i'm gonna set up a match for later on between sasha banks and bailey and fans were going crazy fans Mm -hmm. were going nuts and then he goes and oh and then and then um then he was just like, and Dana Brooke. No, no, he didn't say that yet because Charlotte did something which, like, she, like, pushed Dana or whatever, and Dana slapped her, and then the fans were still going crazy, and then Mick Foley was like, and Dana Brooke, and the fans, like, went quiet. I thought that the Dana hitting her was before that, before the setup of the match. No, Mick was like, I'm setting up a match between Sasha and Bailey. And then Charlotte was like, oh, look what you did. This is all your fault. Yeah, then she, something she like, that. like shoved her or something. And then uh, Dana Brooke hit her in the face. And then Foley goes, and Dana Brooke. And everyone's like. What? Cricket, cricket. What? Why? Yeah, so. Why? But uh, Sasha Banks ended up going on to defeat Bailey and Dana Brooke. Um, some of the match was enjoyable. Some of it, but, but then there's some of the match that was questionable, like this well, Tower of Doom spot that they have to do in every match now. Yeah, that's, I don't get that. But 
I I just feel like this this match seemed like it was just like way too planned out to, for for me, for mm-hmm. anyone to me. And and so it seemed like a Charlotte Natalia match. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Was that planned out? I have to. I would have to go back and watch that, and I really don't feel like doing. So that. it seemed like a Macho Man uh, Ricky Steamboat match. Something like that. Yeah. And <laughs> and I think a prime example of that would be when. Sasha Banks set Dana Brooke and Bailey up for the double knees in the corner. Mm-hmm. Bailey moved out of the way, and immediately she starts climbing up to the top rope when um, Sasha hits the knees on Dana and goes for the pin. Yeah, like does that not make Bailey look kind of stupid? I she climbs up to the top rope, completely not even caring about a pinfall going on in the ring right there. Yeah. Just to dive off after the pinfall to hit a crossbody? Like, what if that was the three count right then and there? I mean, but let's not ignore that three count that you just mentioned. That which still makes no sense. How well, is first it- of all, I have to say I liked the setup of it. Where Sasha pinned No, where Bailey was pinning Dana and then uh Sasha did the the over what is it? I don't even know how to what word but I don't know. She she pins her whatever. And oh, she, I know there's a word like for a it. Mexican bridge. Uh, yeah, Is she does the Mexican bridging. Bridge? She does the bridging pin. Yeah. And uh, but both of their shoulders are down. All four shoulders are down, and the rest. It's not even down. like. And it's it, like it was. No, it was like right in the face. I mean, there was nothing. Yeah, there's. It's like there's there was nothing separating the referee from. From the shoulders, like there were like he's not focused on two out of the four shoulders. It it didn't make any sense. All four of the and I, I swore I was like, oh no, they're gonna definitely like Mick Foley's gonna come out and say we need a def a definitive winner here. Yeah, both all, all four of their shoulders were down, and but you nothing, know what didn't happen? nothing happened. Mm-hmm. I was blown away. I was. I don't understand. I, I have no. I don't understand how that happens. It's disappointing when moments like that happen, and you're like, you're not gonna fix it. Which I perhaps, I'm Let's yeah, perhaps like let's give them a little bit of credit. Maybe on Raw, they will address it. Where Bailey comes out and she goes, you know, I mean, like my shoulders were down, but like so were your shoulders. And then they do like, oh, Sasha versus Bailey for the who is number one contender. And then it turns out to be Bailey. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, up next, the next match was Bo Dallas defeating Brandon Scott. Uh, Bo Dallas has turned into quite the poet. You gotta explain this to me. Poet. Explain what? I mean, uh, like it's cool to see Brandon Scott in a match, right? Because like he's one of those wrestlers that we've been uh, watching on the independent scene and like promoting and on Twitter and everything. But on the other hand, I don't get what they're doing. Oh, and he got a huge chant with the crowd, the Let's Go Jobber. Yeah, Let's Go Jobber, yeah, like that. But what is – I just, don't understand. David, oh, wait, David, wait, wait, wait. it's turning into the same exact questions that I've asked. No, 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 this is different. How can you promote – how can you push someone that was just arrested for public uh, intoxication? Yeah, but was that even a real thing? The week after. Was that even a thing though? Was he? I, From what I saw – he went over to China and wrestled still. From what I saw it was. And I don't understand it because – but it, this is Bo Dallas. This isn't <coughs> – excuse me. This isn't any of those other wrestlers that you're doing squash matches with that are actually – that actually can do squash matches. This is 
both Dallas. Yeah, but I mean, in the same sense, it's like you're maybe like they're obviously they're building him up for something. Yeah, no. But it's Stop. just to me, it's just release him. No, I don't. You don't have to release him. Please, dude. I'm sorry. I forgot who his dad was. They won't release him. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I, we had this discussion last week. I'm not getting into it again. Yeah, because but, I was right. But I, it's just it's just the same thing. It's to me, it's the same thing as as Nia Jax and Braun Strowman, where you're going to keep feeding him jobbers and nothing's going to come of it. I I and then disagree. When something with, does come of it. It doesn't make sense. I disagree with you on that. I because disagree with I, you on but, that. I disagree with you on that. I but disagree I with will, you with disagreeing with me on that. But I will be open to seeing where what happens with this because I, let's see what they do do with this. Because at least give him credit. I mean. There was no. a time, dude, there was a time where we did not like Bo Dallas, and he kind of flipped on us. He kind of turned it around for himself. Yeah, but there's no reason why you should be pushing him into something that he's not. He's a comedy character. That's it. That You don't know that, man. I don't want to see him as anything else. Where are you going to put him? You don't Please know tell him. me, where, where on the roster can you fit someone else? And, I mean... It's clogged. It's clogged enough already. You could end up going to SmackDown and I uh, and just join joining, Jack Swagger, joining the the Wyatt family. And jumped over there, joining the Wyatt family. I mean, I don't know. I'm not behind Bo Dallas. I don't believe I used to, but not when you're going to feed him jobbers when he's not anything. I when he himself was just being used as a jobber. Exactly, like he was a jobber. To he was an enhancement talent. Now so and, is now so is Heath Slater, and you were just completely complete one eighty no, on how he, you feel about Heath Slater. Heath Slater's always been a fan of. He's he's a one man band, dude. Can't hate him. So Bo up, Dallas isn't anything. Up next was the highlight reel with Sami Zayn. Um, In two weeks, I'm gonna flip flop. Just so you know. <laughs> oh my god, I, I love Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas, my favorite person. I'm going to claim that I supported him from the start. I, I, yeah, you probably will. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Sami Zayn ended up saying that if Chris Jericho truly, honestly believes that Kevin Owens is his friend, then he himself is a stupid idiot. And I like that. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. But uh, And then I also I liked how Sami Zayn put Jericho over, actually. And he was like, it's got, it's because of guys like you and guys like Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero and name after name, the reasons why that him and, and uh, why he and Kevin Owens were able to go overseas and, and, and wrestle. They were the reasons why they went and, and traveled the world. And I, I thought that was cool too. And then mm-hmm. Jericho slapped Sami Zayn and hit him with a code breaker. But yeah. what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to deal with it because that's what we do. So, next up, we ended up having um, the best of seven series. Cesaro picking up the victory over Sheamus, making it the score of three to two. Um, Cesaro using the rope as some uh, leverage during that pin. I'm a fan of it. Yeah, I'm I don't... happy. I, don't get me wrong. I know he can pick up a victory by himself and it's not necessary, but I like that he used the rope because it's kind of like. Hey, I'll I'll take it, and we can both play these games. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't mind it. I just it's like you're gonna just run out of things to say about. I mean, there's we've saw it six times since on Raw and pay per view since August. Yeah, I know. So it's like 
I mean, yeah, they're good matches, but I mean, you're going to eventually start seeing the same things over and over again. Yes, of course. And then you give them the slight little change with Cesaro grabbing the rope. Yep. So. I think that's great. Um, but up next, we saw Nia Jax defeat, uh, well, not even. It went yeah. to a no contest with Alicia Fox. Yeah, uh, there was that one spot where Nia Jax was just manhandling her. Where well, she was, was like, hair woman handling? Woman handling her. <laughs> where she grabbed her by the hair and was like whipping her back and forth against that barricade. Which I didn't that mind. Just that just looked brutal. I thought that was cool. The spot, I thought that was awesome. The spot that I thought looked really bad was that spear through the barricade. To me, it didn't look like there was any impact uh, whatsoever. You you mean the barricade that is just randomly put on the side where there's nothing behind it or anything? It's just uh, extra pillow? You know, it's funny because I went back and looked at Raw's prior to see if that was there. And is I, it? I honestly, I couldn't tell. It looked like it was. But huh. even still, it, that, that barricade part, part over there makes no sense. No, I, I agree, and I, I couldn't I couldn't fully tell if if there was or not, but I don't I don't think that part makes sense. But I, and that spear, I just it felt like she just like walked up to it, and then like they both fell through it. I I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. but what can you do? What you can do is talk about this next match, the club. They came on out. Uh, New Day was in the ring, I believe, right? Yeah, and New Day was, was yeah, they, they're like, oh, the club wasted everyone's time, sorry for that last week, and uh, then the club came out, and they're like, we're going to be new champions, and then the club defeated New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods in a tag team match. Yeah. It was like, it was a standard match, wasn't bad, wasn't great. No, it was a good match. I, I think the surprising part, the takeaway, was that the club picked up the victory and yeah. a clean victory too. Yeah, which uh, I just, I just, killer. I fear um, the club growing more and more stale through this storyline mm-hmm. and and other weird storylines. Uh huh. And I don't want to see them win the titles just yet, at least. But like, I, I don't. See that. But I don't know who should defeat New Day for the titles. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could definitely see that because it's I, like they—they they, oh, let's we're doctors now we're retirement home people. <laughs> I don't, I don't. That doesn't that doesn't compute now, with me. I'm a horse. Yeah, I'm a broomstick. Yeah, that's, I'm a broom. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So next up, you ended up having not Reigns but Jinder Mahal. The man who comes in peace, which taking up a so victory confused. over Jack Swagger. I let's was, talk about yeah. Let's talk about this motto. I don't. I can't. I don't know. I need to see more, man. I can't. The man I can't who comes say. In peace, like it's a thing. It's a thing. Some people could say that it is a thing, but is it a smart thing? Which I don't, really, I don't really get because, like, he comes in peace, but then he attacks Jack Swagger. So yeah, in, in really, senses like that, I don't understand it. I really don't understand why. I don't understand why are we giving him that moniker. What are we inferring? He climbed. With that? He climbed the Himalayas and he found peace. Right. What are we inferring with that? Um, I was impressed with Mahal during this, though. I thought he did put on a good match. But that finisher, man, woof. Uh, a neckbreaker? What is that? 
That's not a finisher these days. I know he's got to he's got to work on that. Like gotta, why, I, I oh I guess he can't even because of Rusev. Oh, the camel clutch. Yeah. Yeah, that's out. Hmm. That is completely out. He could do I a mean, Kuzma kick, but I guess that could be too similar to Sheamus. I mean, he, he could. Let's see. I don't know. I don't know. There's not really much else that uh, I'm sure he has a ton of finishers that he could do, but he shouldn't be the neck breaker. And then Jack Swagger, come on, you're putting him. In, I guess enhancement talent. I I don't get it. Well, I, I mean, after after the match backstage, Swagger's like, like, oh, my raw contract expires soon. Which you just got drafted. That, How is yeah, it expired? I, I would have assumed everyone's contract was. The same on draft day, but I guess right? not. So I mean, how awful do you have to be that they sign you for two weeks? <laughs> like, like that, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't. <laughs> that doesn't make I, no, that made no sense. To no, me, but not at all. Yeah, but Jack Swagger said his contract was expiring, so who knows? Well, I mean, we know now, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, up next, throughout the whole night, I guess uh, Epico and Primo were trying to sell people on timeshares in Puerto Rico. Um, and then Epico actually defeated Enzo in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Primo, uh, Primo, match. Primo yeah, held no. at Enzo's feet, which allowed him to get the victory. Yeah, that's really all you can all to take away from it from that match. Yeah, that's really it. I mean, it was a filler. It's unfortunate because Enzo and Cass were on a huge run, and this was coming off of uh, Cass's big moment in that Fatal Four Way or whatever. Yeah, and now they're on a losing streak to Epico and Primo, and it just it's dumb booking. I don't get it. Why isn't Cass doing more? Why is Enzo not doing more? They were doing great before. Um, and then you had that inclusion of big cast, and now you're just going to have them job out to uh, – well, not job out, but lose to uh, Epico and Primo. I, I don't understand it. Who don't even really have storylines. It's just where from yeah. come to Puerto Rico. Buy yeah. a timeshare in Puerto Rico. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Would you ever buy a timeshare? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I would like but, to. I wouldn't mind owning a timeshare. Yeah. I, I would like to buy a Disney timeshare. That would be cool. There you go. Because you That'd got be so cool. many so many hotels that you can stay at, as well as Hawaii. And I, was, that, I guess... That's you, cool. Oh, I thought you said doubt that. No. But you said, no, that. That is cool. Yeah. But, I uh... Yeah. Spit apple on you. Um, next up... I was, I was held hostage as a kid because of a timeshare. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's fortunate that they let you go. I mean, it wasn't like gun hostage. It was like, we're not letting you go because we're speaking to your parents hostage. So it's kind of like South Park? In what sense? What do you mean? Uh, where did they go? Um, where they had the timeshare where, uh, in, the, in the mountains when they were going skiing and everything. And they held all the parents hostage in the room to watch all the, the spiel. Yeah. Well, I mean... It, yeah, so a timeshare, like when you do that, they get like a free like tickets or something. I think we got like a free trip to Disney World out of it. Yeah. So legit like, or no? No, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty All sure right. that's what that, that's what came of it. But uh, 
or that's why we did it, or that's why my parents did it, where they just had to take a day and, and sit through, like, I don't know, nine hours of a thing. Yeah. But they said, it, they brought me and my two brothers to, like, a big playroom with all the other children <laughs> of the uh, of the timeshare mm-hmm. ease or whatever. Yeah. And uh, there was, like, arcade games, board games, and everything. But they said... If your kids want to see you, they'll just ask us and we'll take them right to you. And we like, we played the, we played like one video game or whatever. And we were like bored and we're like, we didn't want to be there. Yeah. So we were asking for them. They were like, oh, we're, uh, your parents are busy. They're doing this. They're doing that. And we were like, well, they said that we could see them if, if we needed to. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, no, just, just stay here. They're busy. And then, That's so uh, weird. Yeah, and then afterwards, like we were like, "Oh, we tried to, we tried to go to you guys, and they wouldn't let us." My dad flipped out. And oh then, sure. And then, yeah, and then we ended up getting. They gave us like free passes to SeaWorld, but I like telling people that I was held hostage because I truly was. Yeah. <laughs> like that, I was held against my will. Mm. It, by force, I guess they weren't letting me leave. Yeah. So. That's funny. Yeah, but I would do it in a heartbeat all over again if I could just go to Disney World for free. <laughs> you know who probably would do something in a heartbeat too? Again, if he could choose, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins was backstage with Mick Foley and Kevin Owens, and Mick Foley was warning Seth Rollins, do not get involved in the main event later on tonight, where if Roman Reigns defeated Kevin Owens, it would be a triple threat match for the championship, for the universal title. He warned, gave him a fair warning, said, you do not want to do that. So, cut it ahead. Kevin Owens picked up the victory over Roman Reigns, but Seth Rollins came out running some interference, attacking Kevin Owens from behind, causing the DQ. But after this, Mick Foley came down to the ring, said, no, that's not how we do it. That's not going to work. Restart the match. So then they restart the match. Which, by the way, Mick Foley's told Seth Rollins if he gets involved, there's going to be repercussions. Yeah, so I guess we're going to find out on Raw what he means by that. Um, but then Rusev came on out, hops on the ring gabron, gets attacked by Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns turns around, pop-up powerbomb, end of the match. After the match, and uh, Rusev, Rusev continued to beat up uh, Roman Reigns and put him in the accolade. And you tell me, where was Mick Foley in all of this? I Mick I Foley cared over the fact that Seth Rollins attacked Kevin Owens, but he did not care that the reason why Roman Reigns is not going into that Universal Championship triple threat match is the, the fact that Rusev caused a distraction. Mm-hmm. How does that make sense? How is that a clear-cut victory over Kevin Owens? Or yeah. for Kevin Owens? Yeah. I don't understand that, and and furthermore, I don't understand how Monday Night Raw closed with a feud for the United States Championship rather than the Universal Championship. Yeah. I don't... I, how does that make the Universal Championship make the feud, at least? Yeah. How does that make that look like that's competing with the WWE Championship? I just hate... How many times have we spoken about this... In on a, on our podcast within the, probably the last two two to three months about this person has the opportunity to win this matchup 
and make the championship match a triple threat match. How many times have we spoken about this circumstance within the past three months? Yeah, I feel like every single wrestler is given this opportunity, whether it's AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, or, or um, what's his face? Uh, Roman Reigns. I think it's just awful. It's, it's poor booking. It is not creative if you're going to be doing it so many times within a two to three month span. And I believe the didn't the women just had that last week too. No. Yeah, it's bogus. You know, kind of ish. Totally is. Totally but, is. Uh, moving on to SmackDown, AJ Styles opened the show speaking about winning the WWE Championship. Uh, to which John Cena then came out. Which there were rumors like, oh my god, is John Cena going to challenge him to be the 16-time WWE champion? Which, because he posted a thing on Instagram of Ric Flair that says to beat the man. Mm -hmm. Or to be the man, I mean. And uh, yeah, so John Cena came out and said AJ Styles had something that belongs to him. AJ's like, okay, take your stupid armband. Throws it at him. He goes, it's something else. It's the title. I'm going to be the 16-time WWE champion. And then Dean Ambrose came out, yelled at AJ Styles, turned all his attention to John Cena, which didn't make any sense because he called John Cena a lazy part-timer. Mm-hmm. Which it's like, I mean, yes, you could say that to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is a part-timer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think he was just saying that to him because it's one of those hot topics, like the part-timers. Yeah, but Cena was there. Like, Cena missed what since SummerSlam? He hasn't been here, but still. I know. Yeah. It's like, how many weeks is that? Two weeks? Yeah. So, or three weeks? It's like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't, to me, that's not computing. Yeah. Like, how, like, yeah, I can't, I have no other thoughts. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I just I don't understand how he could call John Cena lazy in that sense, especially since they're trying to paint this picture that Dean Ambrose is a is a face. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think Dean Ambrose is blending in. I mean, he's just blending in. Yeah, but Shane McMahon came out, set up a triple threat for No Mercy, and set up a tag team match between John Cena and Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles and a partner of his choice. And if AJ Styles could not find a partner. They would go ahead and appoint one for him. Um, yeah, so that happened. Yeah. Up next, uh, we saw a rematch from Backlash. The Usos defeated the Hype Bros. I don't... And, not. I mean, what, what to say about it? I think the Usos need something different. Um, and... I don't I mean, like... It's yeah, it's repetitive. What else could we say about them, their matches? Like maybe Rikishi could come in as a heel manager for them. So now we're gonna use an outsider to put these guys over when you need they, something refreshing, dude. It's not gonna work. They have to. They have to get some new tag team moves, the new double team moves, like this new. I mean, one of them they're doing that. Uh, that submission move. Yeah. Good. I'm happy to see that because we haven't seen that from them. Yeah, but, but that's they, one they thing need, is they have to they switch need it more up. things. Yeah. But and that I don't you don't you would be opposed to having like Rikishi come in and be like a heel manager type of I would because I don't think he is capable of it. 
I think that what do you no mean? matter he was what, a, he was a good heel when he did it for The Rock. Yeah, but that was back then. I think currently he's. I think that he would be too over with the fans, especially no with way, the no way. Era, I in? think that he would Dude, be. Too first over. of all, people pop right away, whatever, and then they quickly do this the turnaround thing where it's like, shut up, these are my boys, uh, blah blah blah. Screw the fans, screw you. Okay, this is, yeah. this is Jimmy Uso. This is Jay Uso. I'm Rikishi, and I'm we're here to rule WWE. Heath uh, Slater, Rhino, we're coming after you, or something like that. Not a fan. I don't know. Uh, I don't think. Well, I'll, I'll probably. I'm just not a fan of the Usos. In two weeks, I'm gonna say I was such a big fan from the start. No, no, I could only do that once. <laughs> only once. Once a, um, once a brand. The, after this, we had the debut, kind of, of Kurt Hawkins. Uh, re-debut? Yeah, I guess. I guess you would say that. But it was just a video promo. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand hyping up promos. To a video promo, like that's not a that's not a debut. Like when you say Kurt Hawkins tonight on SmackDown, and you don't have him wrestle in a match, I don't and I don't understand. Like, was that really the best way that WWE could reintroduce him to fans? I don't think so. That promo, I don't even know what was going on in that promo. What was he doing, looking underneath his legs, through his legs? I mean, get I, I I get it. You're trying to have fun with it and everything, but we know we've seen Kurt Hawkins so many times, and we know what he's capable of. And I like serious Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, I thought what he was doing on the Indies was amazing. I don't understand really this comedic uh, fact Which stuff. I don't even, especially because TJ TJ Geez, listen to me, Marl. Mister um, Total Divas Watcher. Yeah, Tyson Kidd and uh, Cesaro were doing the fact stuff. I mean, well, like, granted, these are different facts. Yeah, but still, I mean, are we? It's I don't know. And what? Why are they doing those facts? I mean, yeah, I don't know this, but like that promo just reminded me of straight up ECW uh, Shannon Moore, mm-hmm. where he would do like, "I'm the Prince of Punk." Yeah, and then he got slapped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, by CM Punk. Yeah, who we'll speak about later. Of course, of course. Uh, but I mean, I, what what else do you? Anything else to say about Hawkins with the gimmick? I wish him absolutely all the best. I'm happy he's back in WWE. Oh, he 100 deserves to be in WWE, and I yeah, hope 100%. something. I hope something good comes of it this round. Yeah, and I know everybody says like you got to give everything a shot, wait, let it play out, all of that. So we'll sit back, we'll relax, we'll watch it play out. And hopefully there is a larger picture to it. We are so happy that he is back with the WWE because he deserves it. So also go check out Creative Pro Wrestling in Hicksville, New York. Um, Next, Yeah, yeah. I was going to say up next, Miz came out and spoke about being the Intercontinental Champion. And then Dolph Ziggler came out and basically challenged him again to a match. He was like, listen, man, let's have a match again if you really want to be a man. You're, you're, the, re- the reason why I lost at Backlash was because your wife. So let's have a match one-on-one. No outside interference. No wives. No girlfriends. Uh, which then he said, uh, what did he say? He said no. I Oh, no. Uh, pneumonia. Hillary stuff. Yeah, yeah, what was it? No pneumonia, pneumonia and no. Yeah. I'm not too sure. I forget what else. But, it was, but yeah. it was, that was a clear shot at. I would assume that was a clear shot at Hillary Clinton. Probably. Who, by the way, was was 
was, as per the news, diagnosed as dead this week. Which is yeah, so, I don't even know how so, that happens. That's I don't super know. Let's weird. not. We're, we're but I was going to say politics here. I, that's not politics. That's just news bloopers. <laughs> yeah. But um, during Miz and Dolph Ziggler on SmackDown, not SmackDown, at Backlash, which we forgot to mention, the match started out basically the same exact way as CM Punk and Mickey Gall started out, and people like blew up on the internet after the fact. Being like, oh my god, was this WWE shot at CM Punk? Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I mean, it would be. It was literally like frame for frame, almost the same exact way. Like within that same amount of time that CM Punk had the the choke, the sleeper hold or whatever. I don't know what you would call it. Yeah, we'll life. we'll talk about that later. Yeah. So did so did Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Or on Miz or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But back to the SmackDown, uh, Daniel Bryan came out and said that since Maurice was the reason why Ziggler lost, Miz will have to, to have uh, Ziggler give a rematch, whatever. And Miz is like, I told you last week, I'm not, or I told you at Backlash, I'm, I'm renegotiating my contract. And, this, and the title's not going to be defended until we have a renegotiated contract. And then him and, mm-hmm. and Maurice left. Why do I keep saying Marie's? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Why so. is that? So, so I guess we're going to see Dolph Ziggler and Miz again. Yeah. Which, what I was going to say with the whole backlash thing, it's like, where does Ziggler go from here? Mm-hmm. He goes into another match with Miz, and then what? It's it's like, will he win the Intercontinental Championship? Who cares? Will he... Just float away. Who cares? Will the Trentoning ever be shown in public? Who cares? I mean, well, actually, I we all care about that one. <laughs> I I really, mean, I let's wish, let's, man. let's damn, be honest. Go damn, on. WWE, I really want to see it. Yeah. But, <laughs> all right. Next up, we have uh, good old Corbin. Corbin and Cruz taking place. Not really taking place. But uh, Baron Corbin beating up Cruz. Yeah, before the match even started. And then Jack Swagger came out, not even to the aid of Apollo Crews. Just just came out to the ring and Baron Corbin left. And then Jack Swagger cut a promo about like, oh, as of 12.01 a.m., I am officially a SmackDown superstar. And then he said to forget everything we've seen or everything we think we know about him. Uh-huh. I don't know if he's going to start wrestling as a luchador or, or what. I don't like what what possibly could they be doing with Jack Swagger here? Uh, please let him go. What Set him free. Him go? I don't fire him. But then they don't make money. They don't need to. They're not going to make money off of him. Who's not making money? But, uh, but Swagger. Swagger will get paid though. He's not. Gonna, oh, he doesn't need to get about that. money. I care about that. WWE's not making jobs. money off of him. It's a business. He's hey, nobody. You Let know, go of him. You know, I would have to say he had a loud with the "We the People" pop. I think that's Dude. that's pretty over still. So he just got released. For, he just got signed to a two-week contract on Raw because he wasn't that good. So no man. No. But up next, we saw a five-person match 
for the number one contendership of the women's championship. Picked up the victory was Alexa Bliss. She defeated Carmella, Nikki, Naomi, and Natalia. Um, what's what's to say about this? Nothing. I'm, I'm very happy. I'm happy that Alexa Bliss won. Oh, yeah, but that's it. I did think towards the end that Nikki was going to win this. I, and, and I'm happy I, that she's I, just I, going to get Yeah, I him. thought so. But I'm also happy that Bliss really, uh, I think that she shined in the match. Yeah. I think she shined in the match. And I think she did very well on, uh, on Talking Smack afterwards. Yeah, I, I think that they really gave her the spotlight during this match as she was doing a lot of moves. She had a lot of air, like camera time, you know? And I was happy for that. Yeah. It's funny because on, on uh, Talking Smack, Daniel Bryan was like, oh, like, you're, you're like me. You're like the, the little person. Yeah. And she's like, I am nothing like you. Yeah. And he just kept like asking, like, oh, how, how short are you, by the way? And like just kept making like, just like kept every every question he said, like almost like a jokingly asking of questions. I was questions. a big fan of her. I think that she handled it really well. Yeah, and she I don't know she if it was scripted. Break, she didn't break it all. No, I didn't think that it was scripted or anything because they it really seemed like she was on the spot. It was just like, all right, let's throw this name at you, this name, this name. Like, what do you think of her? What do you think of her? Her, her. And I thought she did a really good job. But while we're on the topic of the divas and stuff, uh, women, apparently. No longer what? named Divas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, women. <laughs> okay, uh, Luke Harper over here, huh? Um, apparently, apparently, <laughs> Paige is not quitting the WWE. Uh, I guess she posted on Twitter. This was two days ago. She said, yada, 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 thanking all my friends, yada, yada, yada. Rumors that I'm leaving the WWE are completely false. I certainly look forward to returning back to action at some point once my injury is treated and on a healthy uh, and on a healthy return. And her suspension is stupid. Yeah, she says. Um, Although I was disappointed by my suspension, I respect the WWE's wellness policy. However, let me be clear that I was not suspended for failing a drug test. It was merely due to a procedural issue. I took it. I took the test. I passed it. I arranged said test. I probably she had a grammar issue. I arranged the test to happen after I wasn't at home when whatever contacted me. So I drove 200 miles to do it. Unfortunately, I didn't do it in time, according to the company. Once again, thank you for all the love and support. So it seems like she just was not home for the drug testing to take place when it was scheduled. Which that's um, so super weird that they just happened to be suspended together. It's it's totally it to – maybe they both set it up on the same day. Well, I mean Del Rio – I think it came out that he was, in fact, tested positive for steroids. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think he, he was... I, think, I didn't see that. Yeah, I'm almost positive that he tested positive for steroids or something like that. Ah. Uh, so. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that. Um, unless I dreamt it, which I don't think I would dream something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm almost positive. But yeah, so congratulations to Alexa Bliss and congratulations to me because we're going to be able to see more Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch matches. And uh, hopefully it doesn't mean just because like it's a Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss feud that we won't see like Alexa Bliss versus Naomi or something like that or Becky Lynch versus... Uh, what other heels are there? Natalia, I guess. Well, I'm also going to say that... Thank goodness she won because who doesn't want to see her with that Harley Quinn look? 
I mean, that is attractive. But like, that is an attractive look. I mean, the like Moro Moro, I think was like, and Alexa Bliss channeling her inner Harley Quinn, and it's like, what? What her inner Harley Quinn? What? She's just <laughs> she's just cause she has the ponytails. Yeah, and, and, the, and, the, yeah like, and they die. It's like what else? Like what? What? What is? What is the comparison I mean, it's the, between it's Alexa the movie, Bliss? It's the movie Harley Quinn, not. The well, comic like, what book is character. the comparison between Harley Quinn and Alexa Bliss aside from the the aesthetics? The look. It's the look. So what is her inner Harley Quinn? I don't know the look. I was getting so pissed off on back at backlash. Are you, are you just trying to look for things to be pissed off at with him, dude? I what are you it's talking about, dude? Every single time Moro opens his mouth, I get pissed. It's like a knife jabs me uh, in my stomach. That's like me watching TNA with Josh Matthews and uh, the Pope. I hate them. Like just, legit, I, I really it. don't like them. On on SmackDown, he said something. He goes like, well, "I think it was with Bor- Baron Corbin and uh, that's Baron Corbin." <laughs> Nice. With Baron Corbin and Apollo Cruz, he when after Cruz got attacked, he goes, "Oh my God, Baron Corbin is just like the iPhone or something. They don't even get him. He doesn't give him enough time to even be a thing or something." I was like, "Shut up! Uh-huh. Shut up!" Uh huh. I don't get it. These these references are stupid. Stupid. Well, all right. Let's get back to the topic at. Hand. Which I, I have to wait. I have to say, by the way, that I really do enjoy tweeting out fake Mauro Ronaldo sayings during pay, during pay per views and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So if I mean sometimes when I type in all caps, it means something, but most of the time it's me just saying Having something fun. that Mauro Ronaldo would one hundred percent something that would come out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. I just I don't get it. Hey, hey, it's it's summer's over. We're gonna go apple picking, uh-huh. just like AJ Styles picked Dean Ambrose. Like yeah. what? Shut up! I hate well, that. Uh huh. Well, next up they had uh, Shane Heath Slater Rhino contract signing. Nothing really else here, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Slater ended up saying that they'll take on everybody, uh, every all comers and everything, and uh, the Ascension came out. And Shane McMahon was like, you know what? That's perfect. First title defense right now, right here on SmackDown. And then Heath Slater and Randy, or- Randy Orton. Heath Slater and Rhino picked up the victory against the Ascension, which I can't preach. I can't preach it enough how much I just I want the Ascension to succeed on the main roster. It's been so many years now, but like. I, just, I want them to be champions. I want them to be what they were in NXT. I had to see more before still, that. And I still think that they can be. WWE just needs to build it up properly. I had to see more before I say something like that. That's crazy in my mind. I, I, but, I, mean, I see them as, as good, good talent. So Take it away with the next. Randy Orton came out. Basically, he said that Bray Wyatt was scared of him. And that's why he attacked him. At Backlash, and then Bray Wyatt appeared on the the Titan Tron, said some things. The lights went out, and came back on. Bray Wyatt was on the commentary table, and Orton's like, "Come on, come on, get in here!" And then the lights went out again, and the lights came back on. And Eric Rowan was standing behind him. He took off his mask. He attacked Randy Orton, and then Orton, Orton was able to hit the RKO. So he took off the mask that. Was didn't he not have the mask anymore? Bray Wyatt, they had. Didn't was he not with Bray Wyatt anymore? 
I have no idea. What I mean, two weeks ago, wasn't that what they were rolling with? Like that Bray Wyatt, Wyatt, Bray Wyatt uh, turned um, the chair on him and everything. And took his mask with him, mm, like, wow. or whatever he did with the mask, he broke it. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, so, but, but I still, that still really angers me with that. The fact that you bill Randy Orton as injured, and yes, he might be still concussed from that SummerSlam match. Like, not passing all his concussion tests. I don't know. Is that what you call them? I don't know. I'm surprised that you're pissed, more pissed off at that than you are with the dropping of a storyline of Eric Rowan and Bray Wyatt. No, I'm more pissed off at the fact that Randy Orton is injured, yet he's allowed to get in the ring and be in the Apparently ring. Apparently his moves. injury is due to a concussion. I just said that. Oh, I didn't hear you. I, I just said concussion like three times. I didn't hear you. From, from his SummerSlam match, he was still not passing all the concussion tests in the time that he needs to be. But so even the still, WWE doctors were not clearing him, yet he uh, apparently be putting, they cleared he him He shouldn't enough. be putting storylines right now. He shouldn't be using storylines because there's no definitive date of him returning. And also, there shouldn't be anything going on with Eric Rowan and Bray Wyatt unless it's a feud right now because Bray Wyatt walked out on him, left him hanging dry. There's no point to them being on the same team right now because there's like a huge gap of whatever happened that didn't take place on TV that makes no sense now. Why are they back together? Who knows? But let's get on to the main event, which was Dean Ambrose and John Cena taking on what? AJ Styles and The Miz. Before up that, the though, before that, though, uh, AJ Styles went around the whole night trying to find a tag team partner. Um, he went to Baron Corbin. Corbin said no. He went to Kane. Kane also said no. And uh, AJ Styles ended up being appointed James Ellsworth, uh, who was the guy that lost to Braun Strowman. Um, yeah, so he had his entrance and then Miz came out and attacked him, which to me makes no sense because, well, then Miz took and took, took his spot, but like, where, where was Ziggler in all of this? What, shouldn't he have played some sort of part in that? Why, Um, why would somebody that was holding the Intercontinental Championship hostage be allowed to wrestle in a match? If you're going to say, oh. I'm not defending this title until we renegotiate my contract. Why would Daniel Bryan or Shane McMahon allow Miz to be in that match? That makes no sense whatsoever. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. Yeah. I think. I think instead of. Uh, I mean, yes, if you wanted to use James Ellsworth in that in that situation, that would have been fine. Make the event SmackDown come somewhat full circle from earlier, where instead of Miz. Like, wouldn't you think it should have maybe been Kurt Hawkins who said was said to have been debuting? Stupid. Like, would that not have been a good way to elevate him straight to like a, an upper mid card status? God to forbid be, they do that. To be in the in the same ring in the same match, tagging with the WWE champion to take on the former WWE champion and John Cena. I don't. Makes no that sense. Makes, yeah, makes absolutely no sense. But, but no, yes, somebody who was saying, oh, I'm not doing what you want until we renegotiate my contract. But, oh, yes, I'll just be in this match. No Daniel Bryan saying, Miz, you can't compete. Shane McMahon, no, nothing. But what are you going to do? Dean Ambrose hit John Cena with the dirty deeds after the match. That, mm-hmm. was, that was the match. Yeah. Moving on to NXT. Uh, it opened up with Samoa Joe challenging Shinsuke Nakamura to a rematch at NXT TakeOver Toronto. 
I'm going to say it's Toronto. I'm not quite sure yet. But uh, Nakamura came out and accepted. And then Samoa Joe attacked him. And yeah, Nakamura, he, Nakamura had to get stretchered out. Yeah. Um, he hit that but. huge... Well, first of all, he attacked him on the, on the entranceway. And then they brought it down ringside. And Samoa Joe hit that huge Uranagi on the... On the steel steps, which I thought that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Nakamura's injured, so we'll see what happens next week with that. Uh, up next, we saw Liv Morgan defeat Rachel Fazio, which uh, used to be Ellering, but I guess since Paul Ellering is going to be on NXT, they needed her to change her last name to disassociate her from her father. Probably. So it's interesting. I don't, I don't. I don't think she's signed. No, then Hideo Tommy picked up the victory over Drew Gulak using the go to sleep, which is it's really cool to see Gulak in this position here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cruiserweight Classic participant. Yep. Um, up next, after that, we saw the authors of Pain take on and defeat Chris Payne and Doug Sessa, otherwise known to people who listen to this podcast as Braden Knight a former guest of the show. Um, so it was, it was really yeah, cool. very awesome to see those two guys in the WWE ring. Uh, they definitely deserve it because those two we've watched from uh, for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the start of Brady Knight and definitely the start of Chris Payne. Yeah. Um, very it's, impressive. It's, a, it, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy though that they were opponents for Authors of Pain. Because like these are two like well, first of all, Authors of Pain's opponents have only been like these scrawny little, like tiny guys. Chris Payne is pretty tall. Yeah. Brady Knight's Brady pretty Knight big. Is huge. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, that was maybe something, yeah, I don't know. That was pretty, pretty impressive that now Authors of Pain is, are taking on bigger people too. Well, hopefully we see more friends uh, as opponents against them. Yeah. And hopefully um, someday, man. Someday we'll see those two in WWE. Amen to that. Next up, you had Bobby Roode pick up the victory over No Way Jose. Yeah. And that's it. (laughs) Moving on to the two-hour live special, the finals for the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, The opening match, we saw Grand Metallic defeat Zack Sabre Jr. I was very impressed with this. Awesome match. And then after that, we had TJ Perkins defeat Kota Ibushi in another awesome match. Which I was so disappointed with. Really? Um, well, I'm not the match. I was disappointed with Ibushi losing. I'm fine with it. Because I, I mean, because I picked Metalli uh, versus Ibushi for the finals. No matter who won these matches, I would have been fine with the finals because you knew what that you were going to have an amazing final. Yeah, and then I could have sworn we were supposed to see a tag team championship match for the NXT titles against with the Revival versus Gargano and Champa, but I guess that's happening at Takeover. But we did see Johnny Gargano team up with Tommaso Champa to take on and defeat Cedric Alexander and Noam Dar. Um, it was a good match. I am definitely looking forward to Monday for the cruiserweight division. Yeah, it will be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. What else? And then the icing on the cake. Uh, also, I did like that, um, Grand Metallic and TJ Perkins got, like, medals, silver medals 
for the Cruiserweight Classic to signify that they were in the finals. Mm-hmm. But then uh, before this match, Triple H came out and announced that not only will the winner of the Cruiserweight Classic win the or be placed on the cup or win the cup or whatever, they will also be the very first WWE Cruiserweight Champion going to Monday Night Raw as champion. So he introduced a new title, um, which I don't understand. Like back when WWE for for um, for WrestleMania when they introduced the women's championship, I don't understand how that does not have the same lineage as the previous women's championship. Just as I don't understand how this does not have the same lineage as the previous cruiserweight championship. Mm-hmm. But well, then when that be kind of like the same doing that NWA championship we were talking about before with AJ Styles? No, because it's a different Bison, company. not the same lineage. It's, not a, it's a different company. Uh, yes, it had NWA TNA in the title, but it's like exactly. anyone could, NWA BTTG. And then I use the NWA championship, and look at that. I'm NWA champion. I have the same lineage dude. as Ric Flair? I think not. You deserve it. Hell no. Absolutely not. Been training hard with Rocky Johnson. I mean, oh, why don't you? So hard, yeah, absolutely. I don't. <laughs> that's no, that's stupid. I don't. So this match though was amazing. It was a complete treat for everyone watching. I was, it was shocked. Back and forth, many. I had no idea. I couldn't even call during the match who was going to win it. First of all, I went on Twitter like an idiot, and I saw a tweet, and I thought I saw a tweet that was congratulating her. What? I thought I saw a tweet that was congratulating Grand Metallic for winning. So I went into this. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, Grand Metallic, he's the champion. That's the, that's the coolest thing. Or not? I didn't even know there was a championship at, at that point. See, I, just, I didn't spoil it for you. Yeah, so, and then Grand Metallic beat Zack Sabre Jr. And I was like, oh, wow, I guess he really is going to go to the finals and win. And then TJ Perkins versus Ibushi happened. I was like, oh, damn, Ibushi's out. And then the final match happened. And I was like, wait a minute. What? I could have sworn Metallic won. But yeah, whatever. Con- congratulations to TJ Perkins. It was a fantastic match. I messaged uh, Brandon. Brandon told me I shouldn't spoil things when I told him that he has to watch it. Then he said, like, that means that there's new tag team champions. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Just avoid Twitter. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I popped big time. I watched the spot over and over and over again when uh, Grand Metallic... Uh, TJ Perkins was out on the ring apron and Metallic cleared the ropes, cleared over the ropes to hit a Hurricane Rana to the outside. I thought that Impressive. was one of the coolest ma- moves. That was so awesome. I thought that was good. I, I like the finish of the match where I, at first I thought that it was a botch. I was just like, is it a botch? Is it sloppy? And then I watched it a bunch of times and I'm like, no, it's exactly what it was supposed to be. It was perfect. It was spot on. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, I can't wait. It's like saying goodbye to summer camp. Almost. I, I, I loved I, uh-huh. For the past how many weeks have we been watching these fantastic matches from competitors yeah. from all over the world in WWE fashion? On the other hand, at least now we'll be seeing that on Raw and potentially SmackDown soon. But like, will I don't I still it, it's not I don't think it's going to be like this. I'll have to wait for Monday to actually see what it is, but and it's also weird because WWE over the past few weeks have been like confirming, or so we thought, confirming uh, cruiserweight competitors via those videos that they've been airing. But uh, then they just released an article on WWE.com today saying that 
Uh, aside from the champion, TJ Perkins, also going to be there will be Brian Kendrick, Rich Swan, Graham Metallic, Cedric Alexander, Lindsay Dorado, and Noam Dar. Missing from that list are Gargano and Champa. I don't know if there were others on that list as well, but it should yeah. be interesting to see where that goes. Well, I mean, Gargano and Champa, though, they're. I mean, obviously, are, they, they still I have. Think they're like, I don't think they're. I think that they're going with them as NXT wrestlers for the tag team division. Yeah, I mean, they definitely, they definitely still have the the they have the the title match at the next takeover. It was just weird to me that they were announced and then like de-announced. I guess. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with the cruiserweight division come Monday. Will it kick off Monday Night Raw like it did Nitro? I don't know. We don't know. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. And for right now, that's all of the WWE talk, and uh, we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is The Solution, Alvin Alvarez, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode number 293. Uh, Let's get on to some outside-the-ring news. Probably the biggest outside-the-ring news. We mentioned it earlier. Uh, First of all, CeCe Sabathia. This is not outside-the-ring news at all, but CeCe Sabathia had this weirdest knockoff Yankees World WWE Championship ever. And he didn't think that we were going to call him out on it. Yeah, but there's already, like, stones missing from it. But I guess, <laughs> w, uh, not WWE, uh, the Yankees wanted the title belt and the best player of the night or the best player of the game will be getting it for the, for the day or whatever. Uh-huh. So CC was the first person that got it, but it looks so stupid. It's clearly the WWE Championship, just with the Yankees logos on it. Well, but, I mean, they're all big fans, like CC. Yeah, but I, I would love to know. I would love w- to know where they got that from, because it's certainly not from WWE. But what I was going to say, the biggest news this past week: CM Punk made his UFC debut at UFC 203, I believe, at the Quicken's Loans Arena. Um, Maybe. And Mickey Gall picked up the victory in what two minutes? Yeah. Very, submission. very quick match. He uh, put CM Punk to sleep. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk got taken down right off the bat. And got Mickey Gall just started laying those punches right into CM Punk. CM Punk couldn't do anything but defend himself. He threw up his guns to trying to block all those punches coming to his head. Then he rolled to his stomach. And when he was in his stomach, Gall threw in legs and just started wailing away on his head. And then he... Locked in a rear naked chokehold, and CM Punk had no other option but to give up. Which a lot of people made fun of CM Punk for losing. But it's like he said he was going to MMA. He said he was going to go into UFC. He said he was going to have a fight in UFC. And then he went ahead and had a fight in UFC. He didn't win, but still, he went out and did it. He trained yeah, you, He trained for a year and a half, two years. And, yeah, and you it. have you have to give him a lot of credit for do for sticking to his guns, doing what he said he wanted to do. But on the other hand, I was very disappointed because I really wanted a fight. I mean, I wanted to see something uh, fun, interesting happen. And that's not what I got. I mean, it wasn't really that much fun. It was like, a, oh, this like once, let's not forget, Colton personality played. He came out and it was awesome. The crowd was into it. But then right off the bat, he was taken down, and it was like, the fight's over. I yeah, mean, which 
I that's, the that's the downside with UFC is that you can hype up a fight for so much, but it could end up only being a two minute thing. Yeah, I was, but I was gonna say I was disappointed from the start because my friend got off of work and we went to go head over to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, you guys messed that one up. I, how, how there was no other way around that. Yeah, but I mean, when I used to go with Mike, we we would have to we would get there at like six seven o'clock. Yeah, like, well. Well, no, that's, 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 dude. I, I called at nine o'clock, and the woman was like, "Oh, it, we're free. Come in or whatever." And we we literally showed up like fifteen minutes later, and they were like, "Oh, we're not seating anyone." Yeah, usually, I mean, you can't really trust the calling because usually, I'm actually surprised that they said something because every time that we used to call, well, they no, used to that's not. what that's what they said after they were like picking up the phone saying like, "Hey, we're not we're not taking any more things." And then I called another location, and they said that's what they said to me. So. Yeah, they usually so they'll, just, they'll say that they're not taking anyone. Yeah, and then or I... Or they're not taking reservations on the phone or anything like that, too. Yeah, no, before she... she I don't think they were taking reservations, but she was like, oh, yeah, there's just like a 15-minute wait. So so 15 minutes from then, I went there, and they were like, oh, yeah, we're completely booked. We're not seating anyone until after the fight's over. I mean, it, it could have been 15 minutes from the time... Like, from once she said that. Like, if your name was in the book already. Oh, yeah, no, no doubt. Obviously, yeah. but yeah, so we ended up, we just went to Chili's instead, so, which they don't show the fight there, but. You should have went to uh, Miller's Ale yeah, House. No, there's what was no it way. That? Miller's Ale House would have been jam-packed, especially oh, for yeah. Saturday. No matter, no matter where you go, it's going to be packed. I mean, Miller's isn't as crazy. Yeah, no. The good Miller, thing with what Miller's, Miller's is they have, is they have a lot of TVs. Miller's is packed when you just like, when it's a regular night. Yeah, but they have a lot of TVs there where it's not too bad. Yeah, well, I wanted to eat. I didn't want to stand and do nothing. Yeah. So we went to Chili's. We ate. And we closed the place down. It was fun. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so, and then Dana White said that uh, CM Punk's next fight probably shouldn't be in UFC. Now, I didn't see that that interview. Did you actually see the interview or was this just a rumor or I didn't actually hearsay? see the interview. Uh, did I? I don't know if I heard him say it or not now. Because I didn't I watched an interview with a post fight interview with him with uh the female commentator uh interviewer and that was never said. He they did speak about CM Punk. CM Punk was right behind him and those words didn't come out of his mouth. So I don't know which I kind of I kind of feel like from. I kind of feel like I did hear him say it. I mean, but even still, I definitely agree. If he is with the UFC, if he remains for one more fight, it's not going to be on the main card, nor should it be. I mean, he's 0-1. He shouldn't be on the main card. He should be a pre-show, uh, pre uh, on the pre-card. Well, Brock Lesnar wants it too. I know you're going to hate me for saying that. Yeah, yeah, but that's apples and oranges. Please, you, you cannot do that even <laughs> – like, you're just doing it to annoy me because you haven't even taken the time to look up who Frank Mir is. I know who Frank Mir is. Exactly. I know and who Randy know who, Couture is. You didn't know who Mickey Gall was. I know who Gall Chuck Liddell was. is. Yeah, you didn't know who Mickey Gall was coming into this. Frank right. Mir was someone. I, I'm, yeah, there's no disagreeing with that, obviously. I mean, yeah. But Brock Lesnar lost in his debut match. Yeah, but he also was actually the winner. I mean, he would have won. So. He lost. Yeah, but he would have won. He got arrogant. He got yeah, arrogant. That, I, Not Frank I, I do, I do remember. Yeah. Got, yeah, he got arrogant, stood over Frank Mir, taunted, and while he was taunted, he got hooked in an ankle lock. 
or he got he got like he got picked by Frank Mir and tapped out because he got arrogant. So I feel like those are two different things. There was a point where Frank Mir was over him, just wailing away at him and having his leisure with him. He was actually going to win, but yeah. Um, plus, look at the backgrounds. I mean, Brock Lesnar's amateur background, while right, yeah, I mean, two different things. Uh, what? No, keep on going. I was going to say that Alberto Del Rio's first post-WWE appearance happened for the World Association of Wrestling. Um, I think that's what it is. That's the in, in the United Kingdom. Oh, word. Owned by Paige's dad, Ricky Knight. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah, so September 15th he wrestled. He's wrestling tonight and then tomorrow night as well. So very cool, very made, cool. Made his way to England. Yeah, uh, Paige. She is not going to be leaving the WWE, and we spoke about this already, right? Yes, I read that on the podcast, not off air. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Kian Bin. He picked up the victory over Bo Dallas at Shanghai live event on the tenth. So Bo Dallas, his winning streak continues. Oh, wait, no, he just lost. So, yeah, no, I completely get the booking of Bo Dallas. Awesome. Ryback, though, filed to legally change his name to Ryback. This is mind-boggling to me and so foolish to me. And well, so who cares, though? I mean, like, if, if I weird. wanted... It's Cardi. It's weird. You're going to change your real legit name to... Ryback? Who are I mean, like? But like, tons of people dude, do it. Warrior, warrior. No, no. But I'm, was I'm not saying. Idea. Yeah, but if you go into like real life scenarios, come on. Oh, let me go into this interview. Hi, what's your name? My name's Ryback. Yeah, I know. What, what's your name? Ryback. Oh, interesting. Dude, it I, is first stupid. of all, you're making fun of people named Ryback here. Ryback said that he did research, and there are people that are legitimately named Ryback. Dude, yeah, but that's not why he's doing. Why he's changing his name because it was his name in WWE. Right. Obviously, he created the character himself in WWE and everything. But WWE owns the name Ryback, so if he goes and changes his name to Ryback, he'll be able to legally use it. So you know what? I can't fault him there. A great person in this world once said, you may have heard of it, set her free, Luke Hudson, <laughs> set her free. Ryback, set it free. No, Let dude, that makes me. no sense. No, if he Let wants to go as Ryback, me. there's no reason why he shouldn't be able to go as Ryback. Why can't, is he not creative enough to create his own, a new name? He came up with that himself. It's everything. He came up with the big guy. He was wrestling as the big guy. Now he wants to be Ryback. He's gonna be Ryback if he gets the if he gets the name changed. It's not like he's just Ryback. It's not just one name. Are you sure about that? Yeah, he was, it said it's changing his name to Ryback. I think it was Alan Reeves. So that's not far off from Ryan Reeves. Sorry, I think it's dumb. Ryan, you got A N instead of B A C K. You can't you can't just be like that's my nickname and you know create a new name. People know your image. Don't like I feel like it's like really stupid. Yeah, but if you look at people know your image, they know what you're like. You think that uh, I mean, how do so many other wrestlers get uh, leave WWE yet still make a name for themselves off of another name? Like who? Come on. I mean, it's just stupid. Ooh, I don't no. get why I changed the name. Look at I don't know. Uh, Sandow. 
I don't know. There's plenty yeah, of wrestling. Damian Sandow. Yeah. I'm not the one put me put Who's on the Aaron stuff Rex? Stuff. Who's Aaron Rex? If I, I said know. that name to you, you'd I'd say, say I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's him. But I'm not. Yeah, I know that's him. Um, but I'm just not a fan of changing the name. I think it's stupid. I think it's on the line of Warrior Warrior, and it's dumb. And Vince this McMahon. dude made the dude made tons of money off of that. So Ryback, Ryback can make more money off of that too. Stupid. Vince McMahon tore his quad doing squats on the other day. No reason to speak about this one. I mean, no reason for out. W. No reason for WWE to post this. No reason for WWE to share this. I think it's good to know it's that stupid. that Vince McMahon got hurt, though. I, I think it's weird that they didn't yeah. share that they, in the way that they shared. I thought was weird. I mean, why do we have to know that he tore his quad? That's like why? Telling, why would you not want to know that, though? Why would I want to know that? I don't know. He's like the creator of everything that you watch since you were a kid. So did he die? That doesn't matter. No, he tore. He got him. hurt. Why do I want to know this? He's not wrestling on TV right now. He's not going to be on TV time. Let him have his private life. I don't understand why they have to report this. It's stupid. Medusa will be retiring. Uh, yeah, retiring from competition for Monster Jam. Well, from Monster Jam, I'm guessing, right? Well, from for. competition for Monster Jam. Oh, okay. Uh, she'll be with them through March 31st, 2017. Which I, I'm disappointed. I was. I wanted to go. Nobody ever wanted to go. Nope. I already went to mine. When did you go? When you uh, back when I was younger. Yeah, I saw. And you Gra saw Medusa? Grave or no, no, I saw Gravedigger. Gravedigger's still going there too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so she's gonna be there. Oh, and I know Bigfoot. What? Bigfoot. That was one of them too. Bigfoot I and Gravedigger. They're still there. There's a Scooby Doo one too. I'm I sure. I saw that. I popped for that. Whenever you can make money off of, right? I saw they're gonna be at the Prudential Center in New Jersey, but. Uh, at New York Comic Con, they announced on Sunday, October 9th, they're going to have a Lucha Underground panel with uh, Rey Mysterio, Katrina, Ivelisse, Taya, uh, Ref Marty Elias is going to be there, and some more from Lucha Underground. It's going to be hosted, moderated by Sam Roberts. I was so disappointed that they announced this, and it's on Sunday and not Friday. I would have liked to have seen this. Mm. Not that I have time to even go to a panel and wait online at Comic-Con. I don't know how people do Comic-Con. I really don't. I've done it Very twice, and I really I have no idea how. It's like it's a long, strenuous day. you got to be prepared mentally and physically mm. for it. Yeah. So, all right. Let's get on to some indie re wrestling results. On the 9th, AIW Bloodsport took place in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, you had Candice LeRae pick up the victory over Britt Baker. Dan Saber pick up the victory over Eddie Kingston. Yeah, the AIW Intense Championship was on the line. The champion, Alex Daniels, defeated Michael Elgin. AIW Absolute title on the line. Josh Prohibition defeated Ethan Page. And the main event of the evening saw the AIW Women's Championship defended. Uh, former champion Heidi Lovelace lost to Shayna Baszler. Baszler. Uh, the four horsewomen from the UFC. And then Ronda Rousey and Jessamine... Duke came out and celebrated with her, so everyone popped for that. Yeah, I think that's very awesome that they involved uh, the four horsewomen. Uh, I think it's great publicity for that promotion. I think it's very smart. Uh, given they may not, they may not have a tr be trained in pro wrestling, but they are trained in MMA. And I mean, look at Matt Riddle. Given Matt Riddle trained 
for a I'm long sure, time at Master I, Factory. I oh, have, I'm sure that they've trained with her too. I'm yeah, sure that so. they've yeah, I'm sure that they've trained with her. But I think it's smart. I think it's great. I think it's it's awesome. And, and I'm happy for them. Like, I mean, it's cool. And with the fact that the other two came out, I wouldn't doubt it would I think it would be smart for other indie companies to bring in her to to win the championship. I mean, what about Jessamyn Duke? I mean, bring her in. I doubt you'll be able to book Ronda Rousey, right. but you'll definitely, be able to get Duke as your, yeah. uh, as your champ. You could get all the, the other three except for Rousey. Yeah, pretty much she's <laughs> the only one that's off, off uh, out of touch right now. What do you mean out of touch? Like you, you can't book her. Yeah. She's out of your reach. Moving on to the 10th of September, WrestlePro Issue 8 took place in Rahway, New Jersey. Uh, Craven Varro defeated Delroy Alexander and Sanjay Dutt. Uh, Chris Avery Kewling defeated Dave Destruction. Falaba and the Taboo Crew defeated Buster Jackson and the Heavenly Bodies. The WrestlePro Championship was on the line. Former champion Anthony Bowens uh, is now former champion because he lost the title to Bobby Wayward. Yeah, so congratulations. congratulations to Bobby Wayward. Yeah, definitely. Took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, you also had Kevin Matthews pick up the victory over Brian Myers in the last uh, the last match between the two before Brian, My- uh, Brian Myers, also known as Kurt Hawkins, uh, debuts on SmackDown. Yeah, Brian Myers wrestled there, and then at midnight he turned into Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. Basically. And then uh, we saw the Aesthetic Males defeat Nikos Rikos and Team Espana. You also saw Matt McIntosh defeat Johnny Clash. Uh, The WrestlePro number one contendership was defended in a six-way match. Dan Moff defeated Alex Reynolds, Chris Payne, Cole Cabana, Habib from the Car Wash, and Mario Bocara. Yeah. Uh, Also taking place was CPA defeating Grado. With uh, Hornswoggle, Swoggle as the special guest referee. I love, I love his theme song. Uh, living on a prayer. No, like, uh, oh, like yeah, living like on a virgin. A, is it like no. a virgin? It's not living on a prayer. That's not like no, a prayer. Like a, like a prayer. Like a prayer. Yeah, like a prayer. Like yeah. a prayer. Wow, that was tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not like up to date with my Madonna catalog. Yeah. Um, on the 10, CCW. No, wait, wait, wait. The oh, main event, yes, we saw sorry, Cody, sorry, sorry. Cody Rhodes defeated Pat Buck. Crossed one off the list there. Yeah, so that's awesome. Go check them out, WrestlePro. Uh, also, CCW, Down with the Sickness, 2016, from Voorhees, New Jersey. Uh, you had the CCW tag titles on the line as Homicide, who replaced Dan Moff and Master Mac, defeated, successfully defending those tag team titles against TV Ready. Yeah, uh, Tony Deppin defeated Anthony Henry and uh, Joey Lynch and Ryan Taylor. Shane Strickland picked up the victory over Desmond Xavier. Team IWAMS defeated the Nation of Intoxication. Ricky Shane Page defeated Sammy Callahan. In a no-disqualification match, David Starr picked up the victory against Dave Christ. Christ. Yeah, y'all. Chris, uh, you also had CCW World Heavyweight Title, four-way boards of nails, carpet stripes, panes of glass, death match. Say that Jonathan, five times fast, eh? Right. Jonathan Grisham picked the victory to become the new CCW champion, defeating Greg Excellent, Joe Gacy, and the former champion, Matt Tremont. 
And the CZW Wire Championship was on the line in a ladder match. Joey Janela, craziest guy I know in professional wrestling, defeated Leo Rush, who is now Joey Janela is the now uh, the new CZW Wire Champion. Yeah, I believe that's two times. I was one champ. Did you you see clips of it? Right. I saw some of it. Did you see him like climbing? Uh, he could have won the match, and then he just started uh, crawl. Uh, what is it? Scaling the. The, the the roof, I guess. Yeah, the there's a word for it. The, the steel beams, the rafters. Yeah, even though they're not really rafters, but yeah, they're like that dude. Is seriously, Joey Janela, you crazy bad boy. He's the one of the craziest dudes. Literally, no, not one of. He is the craziest guy I know in professional wrestling. I mean, awesome guy, awesome guy. We're both very happy for him. Um, next up, you also well right before that event, you had WSU resurgence too. Um, Mercedes Martinez picked up the victory over Deanna Perrazzo. The Sinister Sweethearts defeated Nevaeh and Priscilla Kelly. Yeah, Jordan Grace picked up the victory over Annie Social. The WSU Tag Team Championships were on the line. The champions, the Fella Twins, defeated Bale Spin. Yeah, yeah, Taylor Hendricks picked the victory over Kira Hogan. The WSU Spirit Championships were on the line. Champion Leva Bates defeated challenger Sue Young. And you had the WSU world title online as Cherry Bomb defeated Mia Yim. Yes. Taking place at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York on the 10th of September, Evolve 68. Fred Yehi, Yehi, Yehi defeated Jigsaw. One of these days, I swear, will know your name. One of these <laughs> days, will know it. Darby Allen picked up the victory over Tony Nese. What? Oh, no, it, you're on it, the wrong one? event. <laughs> you're on... Oh, um, I, I went down too far. Yeah. Ethan Page picked up the victory over Dan Barry. TJ Perkins defeated Darby Allen. Tracy Williams defeated Dustin by DQ. In a no disqualification match, Tracy Williams defeated Dustin. I uh, guess that, that was yeah, I set guess that up was, from that. Yeah, yeah should have run together, right? Yeah, Tony Nese <laughs> picked up the victory over Matt Riddle and uh, Ricochet. And Drew Galloway defeated Drew Gulak, or Drew Gulak lost to Drew Galloway. Got a. And, Gotta get and, that in my head. Yeah, and then uh, in a special attraction match, Zack Sabre Jr. picked the victory over Johnny Gargano. Yes. And then on 9-11, Evolve 69 in Laboom, uh, Woodside, New York, Darby Allen picked the victory over Tony Nese. Oh, great. <laughs> Fred Yehi defeated Travis Gordon. Tracy Williams defeated Chuck O'Neill. Dustin defeated Drew Gulak. Ethan Page defeated David Starr. Matthew Riddle defeated TJ Perkins. Zack Sabre Jr. lost to Ricochet. And Cody Rhodes teamed up with Johnny Gargano to defeat Chris Hero and Drew Galloway. I saw that Cody Rhodes threw Johnny Gargano a farewell pizza party beforehand, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, they were eating Domino's, so you... No, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. No, I I, I know you you hate it. You hate it. You're in Woodside. You're in Queens, brother. You're ordering Domino's. Come on. Which now, like literally every single time I see Cody Rhodes doing something because of Chris Jericho's podcast, all I hear is Zack Ryder saying legacy money. Legacy money? He bought Johnny Gargano a pizza party with that legacy money. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Some um, upcoming Buddy sh- once told me. The world is going to roll me? No, but they did tell me that on 923, some upcoming events taking place, AIW, the whole shebang in Cleveland, Ohio, Featuring a farewell to Johnny Gargano, so check that out. 
On nine twenty four, Wrestle Pro will be at the Edison Fall Festival, the Fall Family Spectacular in Edison, New Jersey. It's two free shows. You'll be seeing the new champion Bobby Wayward, Crowbar will be there, uh, Matt McIntosh, Anthony Bowens, Craig Steele, Mario Bokara, so many more. Check it out. I had so much fun at the Fall Festival. Yeah, we went. definitely go support them. I still have my cup from the root beer. That's fine. <laughs> Which I don't, I really don't even like root beer, but hey man, it was... Yeah. It was uh, Alright. On the 24th, also Hog, uh, House of Glory, All or Nothing in Elmhurst, New York. You're going to see the Hog Heavyweight Championship on the line as EC3 defends against Brian Cage. And the House of Glory Crown Jewel Championship will be on the line. The champion, Ken Broadway, will be taking on challenger Tony Nese. Yeah, and then on 924 ECWA, 49th anniversary show in Woodbury Heights, New Jersey, you're going to be seeing the ECWA women's title on the line as Deanna Perrazzo defends against Karen Q. Yeah, and uh, the ECWA Unified Heavyweight Championship will be on the line. Champion Sean Carr will be defending that against Crowbar. Yeah, and see so many more at that event. Go check them out. Yeah, and now it's time to ask Dave... Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go follow Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Also, go follow K Proler 420. Thanks, Mike, for uh, tweeting us out. Emma at underscore Emma Loves underscore. Thank you, Emma, for uh, tweeting us out. John, also, by the you. way, I guess we should say that uh, Emma will be making her return shortly to WWE. Yeah, she made a return at a house show as a as a special guest referee. Yeah, looking forward to it. Which uh, which brand, by the way, doesn't say. I don't remember. I know, according to the internet, she was backstage at Raw, so you'd have to assume Raw. Yeah. Um, also, go check out the Wrestling Fix. Go follow them on Twitter at the Wrestling Fix. Uh, they cover all WWE and pro wrestling in general. Go check them out. You can shoot them an email if you have some comments and questions. WrestlingFixPodcast at gmail.com. And listen to their podcast, TheWrestlingFix.Podbean.com. Also, make sure you go follow John Sawyer. Uh, you can go follow him at JB Sawyer uh, seventy six. He is the Rocky Mountain Madman, uh, pro wrestler for NYWC. So go check him out. Go give him a follow at JB Sawyer seventy six. And hey, Brandon, it's not your birthday, but it's your shout out. I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout-outs. That is right, my shout-outs. Better Things from, uh, it's a new show on FX that gets the first shout-out. Better Things. Yes, it's co-created by Pamela Adlon and Louis C.K., and then it stars Pamela. You would know her from the voice of Bobby Hill. Why do I know this show, though? Did you tell me about this? Better things? I'm not sure if I told you about it, but like everyone's apparently talking about it, so. Huh. So check it out on FX. It's a fun, fun show. I gotta watch the second episode. South Park gets the next shout out. It's back for its 20th season. 
which it's crazy that it's been 20 years already. Basically. That's funny. I mentioned that before. What? South Park. Did they? No, I I mentioned it. Yeah, I when? brought it up on the show. I say, did you? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't recall. I don't recall. <laughs> okay, well, uh, they their first episode aired this past week, and it was it was such a good episode. They knocked it out of the park. What was the uh, theme? Uh, well, it's continuous, but it was all about okay. like the national anthem, and and the presidential race because they're current. They're very current. That's so, awesome. Definitely check it out. Um, and you didn't see it yet, so no, no, you need to. Yes. So in order to get it, <laughs> I got it. You'll have to see it. I have to watch. And then last up goes to WWE 2K17 for finally. You say it now. Finally. Finally, having a beard that comes close to looking like mine. Um, last year I had to use Bray Wyatt's facial hair, which doesn't really quite work for me because I don't really grow a mustache. It really doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. So, so now they have mustacheless beards. So I'm assuming they're going to give you options for mustaches as well as, as well. I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And, and they came out with, they showed the, uh, creation suite trailer. And within that. They have the stage for NXT Takeover Brooklyn, so as one of the arenas that you could that you can edit. So I guess it's only safe to say that NXT Takeover Brooklyn is in fact in there. So that's awesome as well. Yeah, that's for sure. But now it's time to move on to our our. My mark-out moment of the week ended up happening during that UFC fight, UFC 203. I marked out when CM Punk's theme song hit. I really did. Um, Once I heard the cult of personality start blasting away, I I was so excited. I was happy. I I like it's it's like everything that happened with him. Yes, it's like everything that happened with him. It's like oh. Well, who cares? It's CM Punk. And, I mean, I, I knew that was going to happen anyways because, I mean, whenever because it comes you heard on, it on the radio, radio and you freaked out. Yeah, exactly. Every time it comes on the radio, I'm like, nice. Which, what radio station are you listening to that it comes on the radio? Um, up here, 103.9. Yeah, but what's the, like, what's the genre of station? Uh, rock. Because I've never they, once they play heard it. all rock. That's, I've never once heard it on the... Really? Yeah. I hear it a lot. Never, I heard it on Long Island too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I wonder what stations. Yeah, but um, uh, what about you? Keeping in the theme of music, it has to be hearing "Highway to Hell" live at Madison Square Garden, knowing that's where SummerSlam '98 took place. That's very cool. Yeah, unfortunately, I guess it was with Axl Rose instead of. Yeah, Brian Johnson, but I'm still. sure it didn't sound the same. But no, I'm I mean, it's to still see, like a live recording. I, 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 can't. I mean, it sounds like Axl Rose singing ACDC. Yeah, it, it would it, still, it, you yeah, still no. get to hear the down, 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 
and then it goes boom. How is Angus Young? I mean, he was playing guitar. Yeah. He was good. He was doing it. I mean, not as much. The, the movement that he does, you know, that little, like, the skip walk thing that he does? I think so. He was doing that. That's he, cool. he played the guitar with his tie and everything. That was cool. That's awesome. It's just the it's just like the disappointing thing with these concerts, like ZZ Top and uh, ACDC. No programs. Uh, why? why, That's why weird. I, don't, I don't understand. Like, how do you have a concert and not sell a program if you're don't like, don't up? people want to like make money? Yeah, I don't get it. But they had the I bought a tour poster for. Did I buy it? Did ZZ Top ZZ Top didn't have any merch? Huh. I mean, they did. They had T-shirts. They didn't have any merch that I would purchase. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have a poster is what I should say. But ACDC had a poster. They, it didn't mention Axl Rose at all. So I, I assume it's just like a generic poster from the tour. But it was still like – it was like a gigantic poster for 10 bucks. So mm. that's in the book of – that's like a, a $10 poster. That's that's cool that it's so cheap. Yeah. So Because, I mean, Black Sabbath, I think, was like 30 bucks. So mm-hmm. – but that was our show. That was my mark out moment of the week. That was Dave's mark out moment of the week. Check us out on Twitter at marking out at BTTG161 at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash marking out. Follow us on Twitter. I already said that. Listen to us on markingout.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave us some reviews. Uh, Check us out, markingout.com. Check us out. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Buy some t shirts. Go to our store, check them out. Share the link with people. Yeah, Everyone also, tell people. also don't forget to go check out uh, first thing in the morning, Montreal Broski over there and Team Awesome 418. And also a weekly wrestling podcast. Did you know hash- awesome. hashtag first thing in the morning was trending the other day? That's awesome. Well, it said first thing in the morning, I, but it's still like, come on. Yeah, you know why that's. <laughs> yeah. It. So, yeah, so check us out. Check them out. Check out them apples. Maybe you'll hear some pickle stories next week. And, and we, wish we wish you, you the, the ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, best, best of luck in your future endeavors.